Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and special VIP co-hosts. Join in on a great conversation today with one of the world's great influencers as they showcase the latest tricks and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso and his co-host. Welcome to the Spotlight. I'm your host, Tony D'Urso, flying solo today. You are listening to the Spotlight, where we focus on highlighting Hollywood stars, sports greats, and game changers. If you're a fit, we want your interview on the Spotlight. We broadcast every Friday at 1 p.m., so please set your calendar to hear from the world's elite. And you can catch every episode of the Spotlight on my mobile app. Just go to tonydurso.com slash mobile from your smart device or cell phone. And once it loads, past episodes of the Spotlight will automatically appear in column one. And column two is my other weekly show highlighting elite entrepreneurs called Revenue Chat. All right. Today we set the stage for the Spotlight to chat with the godfather of BitShares and the hero, Stan Larimer. And for our audience, known as the godfather of BitShares and the hero, Stan Larimer has 40 years experience in software, hardware, business development, and even teaching rocket science at the U.S. Air Force Academy. Stan is CEO of Cryptonomics, sort of crypto and mechs, or C in front of the economics, and it's a leading custom blockchain development company. Now, pay attention. Some of this is a serious game changer in the industry, and we are going to explain it in this interview. If you ever wondered about Bitcoins and what it's all about and perhaps other and similar cryptocurrencies, then you are in the right place. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the Spotlight, Stan. Well, thank you, Tony. Glad to be here. Great. It's an honor to have you, and I really appreciate you taking the time to join me today on the Spotlight. This is very cool. Uh, happy to be here and happy to uh, see if we can't wade into why Bitcoin and the technologies that have grown out of it will change the world. Very cool. And we're going to get into that in just a moment. But first, Stan, I'd love to know, how did it all start for you, please? Well, I have, uh, as you said, 40 years in the aerospace industry building unmanned air, ground, sea and space systems, what people might call drones or space probes. Uh, but uh, now I build unmanned companies, and those unmanned companies are going to change the world because they get rid of the middleman. Uh, how did I get into that? Well, after 40 years, I retired, thought I was going to go become a, a gentleman farmer on my Virginia ranch. Uh, then my son invented a, uh, a new version of Bitcoin and uh, called me out of retirement to run the company for him. Well, he invented and he went on to do a series of other inventions, first BitShares, then Steemit, now EOS, uh, revolutionizing the industry every year practically. And he left me holding his first baby to raise it, which is BitShares. So that's how I got into it. I've been in it about four years, and it's not exactly rocket science. <laughs> that is really interesting. And right before we open up this, the casket on Bitcoins and cryptocurrencies, You've had such a great career, and I'm very interested if you wouldn't mind sharing, perhaps, 
some memorable moments of your career before you retired and then started your your next career? Well, one particular episode I'm uh, pretty proud of was uh, the day after 9-11. If you remember back to that horrible day, uh, uh, one of our business development folks was uh, in the Pentagon and learned about a need they had for a new type of unmanned air vehicle that could uh, take and deliver payloads deep into uh, denied territory. Uh, they sketched on a napkin what the thing ought to look like and what it ought to do. And he came back that day, September 12th, and uh, basically brought it in as a challenge. Can we do it in 60 days? Well, a normal creation of an unmanned air vehicle is at least a 30-month project and sometimes five years, and they wanted us to build it in 60 days. Are you nuts? I was stupid enough to sign up for it. I nearly killed my team doing it, but we got the first flight off uh, on day 60. So we went from napkin drawing to first flight of a completely new, from scratch, unmanned air vehicle or drone in 60 days. And uh, that's probably the single uh, most spectacular thing that I've done. But I've had a lot of other things that I've enjoyed as well. That's astounding, Stan. And I'm going to go over some of your other inventions, creations, and whatnot. But do I hear it right? You are the impetus for creating the drone? You you started it? I was the person the company turned to that was stupid enough to sign up and say, yes, I'll manage the project. And I had a team of people that were, you know, aggressive and excited. Uh, and, of course, we all wanted to do something after that horrible event. And so, you know, we just basically did a little Skunk Works uh, project and ran around and found a bunch of like-minded companies that had stuff that we could grab and piece together uh, off the shelf. And, uh, you know, you can imagine when you're doing something like that, you got to make all kinds of design uh, compromises in order to get something because delivery times for many of these products are much longer than 60 days. So uh, it was a challenge of, you know, just 24 seven working, but we all were so motivated at the time that most of us uh, came through it extremely proud. A few people found the pressure unbearable, but uh, in general, our team did a heck of a job. And I was just privileged to be the guy that was uh, cracking the whip, but it really was a, didn't take much cracking. We were all, motivated. That is really interesting. Really, really cool. Now, uh, sort of an aside, but also you have this background as well. My brother, he was a rocket scientist at JPL, and I found that he could be super focused and stay super focused on very high level mathematics and technology problem solving. He and his colleagues, it is very hard to get them down to earth, you know, it can be fun stuff, some of their problems that they tried, but to a layman, it can be very boring. And I generally think, while I think very highly of scientists in that type of group, they're not really grounded, but then, you know, they have to be up there to solve these kind of issues. And I would love it if you could comment on that and tell us about your rocket science classes that you once held. Well, uh, in those uh, uh, classes, we studied things like uh, intercontinental ballistic missile uh, uh, trajectories, uh, orbital mechanics, uh, what satellites do, what the ground track of a satellite is on the ground, uh, guidance and control 
uh, all of those kind of subjects. And yeah, I would agree that uh, you know you have to be an engineer to love that kind of stuff. But it's fun, and sometimes you get to do something like you mentioned JPL. Uh, I had a contract to do a Mars rover, rover mobility study for JPL, in which case they were asking us to be very creative, think outside the box. I don't think I did uh, hardly any deep equations with it. It was all conceptualizing what are the different ways you could get around on Mars and get over obstacles and, and so on. And so we came up with a bunch of concepts that we submitted to them. And out of those concepts, many touched by many people many years later, you see some of the Mars rovers that are crawling around on Mars even today. That's very interesting, Stan. You may have run into my brother or brushed, uh, brushed him walking through the hallways or not, because he worked on telemetry and uh, Mars and so forth. Very interesting. But, you know, there's a photograph of you that I have, and I think I found the secret to your staying grounded and on Earth, despite the extremely high technical nature of the industry and the subjects that you've been in. One of the photographs are of you at your desk, and on the left-hand side are books after books on Linux, or Linux, however it's pronounced, and programming, real hardcore stuff. And then in the middle of your library are a lot of great novels, such as, for example, Arthur C. Clarke. But then on the far side, away from the super sophisticated world of technology, I found the real gold, Stan. I found a nice collection of Kelvin and Hobbes. I love them. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, that's my favorite cartoon. <laughs> I love them. I think that's kind of how it brings you back down after you've been in Mars for a while. All right. A little, a little playfulness there. Let's get into some fun stuff with Bitcoins and all that. First, what I'd like to do, Stan, is let's start with what is a cryptocurrency and how that correlates or relates to our current currency-based system, please. Okay. Well, a cryptocurrency is a particular type of digital currency, and you've already used uh, it. Anytime you log into a, a checking account at your bank, you've used a digital currency. Uh, you sit down there and you type in who you want to send the check to and how much you want to pay out of your account, and you push send, and the bank takes care of uh, transferring that uh, over to somebody else's account. So in that sense, digital currencies, cryptocurrencies are no different than what you're familiar with, and you use them the same way. What's different about it is that cryptocurrencies were designed to have no middlemen uh, because there's people who would have a problem with passing uh, money through the banking system. Sometimes it gets interfered with. Certainly there are fees that uh, are charged that might not be necessary. Delays and other uh, impediments, uh, people closing your account. You, know, I, I could go on with a long list of problems with the current banking system, including them telling you, I'm sorry, you can't have access to your own money for several days while we use it for something. I don't know. But uh, people who were fed up with uh, the kind of service they were getting out of the banking system said, why do we need to do that? Why can't we exchange value peer to peer? Why can't I send something on the other side of the planet? And why does it take three to five days uh, for the banking system to do it when currently BitShares, our particular product, can do it in three seconds? So uh, people set out, and Bitcoin was the first one to do this, uh, uh, to come up with a way for people to exchange value uh, without a middleman, uh, peer-to-peer. And the way they did that was create a bunch of 
I call them trusty robots. Uh, you know, while humans might be corruptible, robots can only do what they're programmed to do. And while the owner of one robot might be able to reprogram it, if all the other robots are watching everybody, each other, then if I try to change the programming in my robot, uh, they'll all detect it and ignore it. And so that's the magic of cryptocurrencies. They use cryptography and uh, decentralized programming to create a system that no humans are in at all. And the robots, uh, what I call robotic integrity, they just do what they're programmed to. And since the software is open source, anyone can look at it. We can tell if any robot has uh, uh, nefarious intent and uh, and detect it. So it's a wonderful new way to get the middleman out of the picture uh, and uh, and have honest, pure relationships between individuals anywhere in the world. That's very interesting, Stan. How does anyone control cryptocurrencies? And for that matter, doesn't that scare the bankers? Oh, yes. Uh, you know, the bankers are simultaneously... Uh, trying to, uh, you know, poo-poo it. Jamie Diamond just came out and said that Bitcoin was a scam. He got got his head handed to him by the community that said, no, uh, your company is a scam. <laughs> and the entire existing uh, banking system uh, has much more questionable things behind it in terms of uh, just, you know, how what they do with people's money and, and uh, how they get the profits from taking risks other people's money and pass on the losses to their customers. So, uh, you know, he drew back a bloody stub from trying to make that claim. Um, and, and so uh, we have that as a uh, uh, an example of what the bankers think about this sort of thing. Now, on the same time, they're coming along and all trying to get their own uh, versions of the blockchain. Some shameful behavior is patenting things that people had already invented uh, out there trying to get control of it, but they miss the one big point. As soon as you take that technology and centralize it inside a bank, you lose the only thing that's valuable about it is that it's no longer incorruptible because now that one bank can go in and make changes and play games just like they already do. And so they may try to take over the technology, but it only work if they are willing to make it transparent and decentralized. And that's the one thing they don't want to do. This is the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Just ahead, we continue the chat with the godfather of BitShares and the hero, Stan Learmer. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Are you the right fit? We're looking for a few good sponsors that are the right fit for our world-class brand, The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Does your brand fit in with an audience that likes our interviews with Hollywood stars, sports greats, game changers? If so, let's see how we can promote your brand to the best audience to help you grow. Email me at Tony at TonyDurso.com and let's see how we can help. That's Tony at TonyDurso.com. The Dream Business community wants to help you with your career and business. 
Are you ready for accelerated success? Check it out. The Dream Business Community at Tony, D-U-R-S-O.com slash community. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on The Spotlight. Today's show is with the godfather of bit shares and the hero, Stan Larimer. The dictionary says a cryptocurrency is a digital currency in which the encryption techniques used to regulate the generation of units of currency and verify the transfer of funds are operated independently of a central bank. All right, and now back to the chat with Stan. I almost feel like I'm standing up at an AAA meeting. I don't know, standing up or sitting down. I haven't been to one, but this is the analogy. You know, Stan... I have to confess, many times, and I mean many, I tried to buy Bitcoins and get involved, and I started watching it when it was like 5 or $7 against the U.S. dollar, and I found it impossible to buy and impossible to exchange, but I eventually did buy a bit of Bitcoins, and then I found I couldn't do anything with it, and... Such frustration, I eventually gave it away or threw away the codes because it was just too difficult to figure out how to do anything with it. I considered it, just back then, I considered it a complete waste of time and I wrote it up as a loss. That was, you know, some years ago. And I've seen the headlines, as you just mentioned, from time to time, you know, there's complete losses or cryptocurrency companies going out of business and a multitude of various types of crypto currency headaches and failures. All right, I get it. That was in the embryonic stages. Could you please tell us how this has now evolved and does it does it still make people pull their hair out or lose their money or am I like one of the scant few because I'm not trying to, you know, badmouth it or say anything. I'm just sharing my experience, but I know it's changed and I I confess I don't know everything about Bitcoin. Well, I will tell you a little anecdote from my early days, just the 1970s, it used to be common to excuse uh, when you were late for work was not uh, the dog ate my homework, it was my car wouldn't start. 
And uh, everyone, every person my age had the experience where some days you went out and tried to turn on your car and it would crank and crank and crank, not start. You had to fiddle around with it to get it going. Nowadays, you go out and you push a button and your car starts every time. Okay, so even in my lifetime, not to mention going back to Henry Ford's day when you had to crank the engine with your Model T, uh, and you know uh, you had tires blow out every 20 or 30 miles, and you know the, the industries have to mature. And when you first experiment with them, if you had been one of the early adopters of the Model T, you probably would have said, "I'm going back to a horse and buggy." Uh, but the people who stuck with it eventually found it was doing enough useful stuff to them that they'd put up with the car not starting. And nowadays, uh, cars don't rust out anymore. They start anytime you want. In fact, they start so reliably that they turn off and on by themselves while you're parked at a red light. So uh, <laughs> the, uh, the technology marches on and, and all industries go through this curve. And, and nowadays, uh, we're making progress, and I'd say we're probably at the 1970s level, which is the car sometimes doesn't start still. But we're going to get to the point in a, in a year or two, probably, where uh, it'll be ready for mainstream adopters to pick up and use it. And we go through that typical curve of, uh, you know, the bleeding edge people uh, are using it right now. I think what we've got planned is to take it to the mainstream, and we'll get another 10% of the population adopting it in the next 18 months. And um, <clears throat> by the time we reach the end of the decade, uh, I think it'll be uh, mainstream and people won't think anything about it. But it takes a time to write the software uh, and automate the parts of it that are difficult, and early adopters are willing to put up with that. Thanks for explaining that, Stan. That makes perfect sense, and I totally agree with you on the evolution of technology. And I figured that that's just where it was, and I was not in at the right time. Though those that were in at the right time and more techie or oriented to, to taking care of it and dealing with it, they've made very well. Now, yeah. I do believe in the concept. I love the idea. It makes perfect sense. It, to me, it's like... It's a no-brainer. It's so convenient that way to buy and sell items. You know, I would really love to see it all work, and I believe it's working for a lot more people and more technologies coming out there. So let's kind of delve into some of these different types of categories we have in no particular order. Well, let's see here. What is the Billion Hero Campaign, please? Well, that is a website, BillionHeroCampaign.com, that we've created to help teach people how to use digital currencies. And so we basically try to make a game out of it where you can come in uh, and do little baby steps to learn how to use it. We'll even give away free monopoly money that uh, you, know, you can use to play with without the risk of losing anything. And uh, you know, as you get more comfortable with it, you can maybe try out some of the real money uh, that's available. Uh, and as you grow and learn on that website, you'll get eventually get to the place where you are trading like you're trading on the stock market or you're uh, buying uh, coins that uh, pay 5% interest uh, or a lot of interesting products that are out there uh, that you can trade back and forth between in three seconds. So uh, a lot of times you can use them to load a debit card and then just go spend the debit card by swiping it just like your regular debit card. In fact, any debit card can be loaded 
with digital currencies and the merchant doesn't need to know you're using digital currencies. Other people would use it like a checking account. Other people would use it like uh, a 5% CD. Uh, and then there's shares of stock in new startup companies you can buy. Uh, Got to be careful there because it's a little bit of a wild west and there are a lot of people offering uh, coins that are illegal securities mixed right in with other ones that are doing it by the book. And so buyer beware. Uh, we're working with standards groups to try to clean up the industry and suppress the bad stuff. But uh, until uh, we get uh, some teeth in that, there will still be uh, opportunities to buy stuff that's worthless mixed in with some real gems. But anyhow, that's just a brief view of some of the things you can do in the industry. You can also use this to have provably fair gaming uh, on other systems. Uh, there's a uh, blogging and social media that pays people digital currencies for publishing articles. Uh, and then there's everything else under the sun people are putting on the system. So it's a real growth industry. Don't let that intimidate you. Maybe all you want to do is buy a few of our heroes and let them sit there and grow at 5% annually. Um, but everybody will find something that interests them and it's worth knowing about. And the billionherocampaign.com is a place to do that. Now, I left out the big important part about that. We donated a million dollars worth of bit shares. I put it in an account. And uh, the basic rules of this is that uh, anybody that plays the game and earns points, uh, learning how to use the system, and that could be just watching a video, could earn you points, whatever. They get to vote on uh, who gets the prize when it has grown uh, to a billion dollars. Now you say, oh, wait a minute, Stan, it's a million dollars right now. I mean, that's nice that you're giving away a million dollars, but I have to wait till it grows to a billion dollars. Well, Bitcoin did that in a few years. Ethereum, one of the other leading coins, did it in about two years. Um, and BitShares, which is our flagship project, our product, uh, is stronger than those two were at the same point in its life space. So, yeah, we think that by uh, helping people learn how to use the system and with all the other special features it has, it's got an excellent chance of, in a short amount of time, maybe a couple years, uh, going to a billion dollars. So during that time, we want to make it go mainstream uh, by encouraging people to come in, learn how to use it, vote for who gets a share of the billion dollars. And we have a lot of celebrities that are you know, have their favorite causes and are willing to compete uh, to bring all their fans uh, to help them win one of those prizes. First place is $300 million, 12th place is $10 million, and they all sum up to a billion. So we think that that is a good way to get the ordinary person involved. Uh, so you don't have to be a geek, but you can go learn a few things, vote for which celebrity's cause should be a winner. And in the process, maybe you say, well, wait a minute, if the prize is going from a million to a billion, then if I buy $1 worth of bit shares, by the time that prize is awarded, I'll have $1,000. No guarantees, but that's the premise that we're doing. And uh, we think that that has so much more crowd appeal that it we can break the record in terms of going from a million to billion set by Ethereum uh, recently. That's very cool, Stan. Could you share that website with us, please, the URL? 
Yeah, BillionHeroCampaign.com. This is The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Just ahead, we're going to find out more from the godfather of BitShares and the hero, Stan Larimer. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Is it true that a majority of new businesses fail? Check this out. In order to have a successful growing business, there are some vital points that you must know. You must have worked them out thoroughly. They must be synchronized with each other and all employees, consultants, and companies that you depend on must know these items and be in agreement with them if your new business is to meet with a high percentage of success. Get it free. The Vision Map. Beat the odds for business success at TonyDurso.com slash vision. Learn how to establish your vision, purpose, long-term objective, and master plan, including strategic and tactical planning. Get the Vision Map. Beat the odds for business success at TonyDurso.com slash vision. V-I-S-I-O-N. The Dream Business Community wants to help you with your career and business. Are you ready for accelerated success? Check it out. The Dream Business Community at TonyDurso.com slash community. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get better help today at betterhelp.com forward slash VA health. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDurso.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on The Spotlight. Today's show is with the godfather of BitShares and the hero, Stan Larimer. Bitcoins and BitShares are incorruptible, sovereign software companies built on a blockchain. A blockchain is a digital ledger in which transactions made in Bitcoin or another cryptocurrency are recorded chronologically and publicly. All right, back to the chat with Stan. And we've talked a little bit about BitShares. You've mentioned it. Could you please tell us... What are the chief differences between Bitcoin and BitShares, or what is it? Okay, well, Bitcoin you can think of as a little unmanned company run by robots 
that does just one job, which is keep track of who owns shares in its stock called Bitcoin. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's viewed as a currency, but since the only thing that that whole little company has is Bitcoins, if you own a coin, you own that percentage of the total number of coins, and therefore you own that percentage of the company. So for my analogy, you can think of it as a little company that you can own shares in called Bitcoin. Uh, we came along and said, well, if you can put that simple model in and have it become worth $70 billion, what happens if you put an entire exchange uh, and smart coin factory onto the same group of robots uh, with no middleman while you're trading uh, at, uh, you know, and all the other possible coins that you might do. What a huge difference in value proposition. And then when we did that, we realized that Bitcoin was really too slow to run an exchange. It could take an hour to get a transaction through, uh, sometimes only 10 minutes, sometimes uh, days of experience. So Bitcoin was a little too slow to build an exchange on with that technology. We had to invent what we call real-time industrial-grade technology that can do things in three seconds. So first big difference, speed of operation, maybe an hour versus three seconds, uh, versus a bank which might take three days to wire money somewhere. So we keep getting better, but uh, we are uh, further ahead of Bitcoin than Bitcoin is ahead of the banks in terms of that metric. Uh, Another example would be uh, the total amount of uh, uh, transactions that can happen. Bitcoin can do three transactions per second. That sounds pretty fast until you think of the whole world lining up to use those three transactions. There are queue forms, and it could cost you, you have to pay extra to move to the front of the line. It could cost you $4 to send a Bitcoin somewhere if you want to get it done in an hour. Uh, whereas it costs you three cents to get it done in three seconds uh, on the BitShares network. So uh, BitShares can handle far more than the transactions that Visa or MasterCard can handle. They do about 4,000 transactions per second, and we can go up to 100,000 transactions per second. And next year, with our next round, uh, it'll be unlimited. So there's a lot of things that are performance-oriented uh, that... Give, give us uh, an advantage, but the primary advantage is we can scale to handle all the world's transactions and Bitcoin can't. I see. That makes good sense. And for the audience, where can they find out more about BitShares or is it at the earlier URL you mentioned? Well, you can learn about it there. You, If you want to just, just get the facts without, you know, everything made easy baby steps, uh, you go to bitshares.org. And that would give you, you know, the fundamental features about it. Uh, BitsharesTalk.org is a place, a forum where you could talk to other people that know about it and ask questions. And uh, so that's always a good place to go to find out what the community's like. And of course, the community is a very important part of any digital currency because that's where you get uh, tech support and encouragement and insights uh, from people who spend more time uh, reading everything than you might. Oh, I like that. That's very good. Thanks for sharing that. All right. And another coin or so on this chain here is the Sovereign Hero. Could you explain that, please? Sure. You can see all about that at SovereignHero.com. Uh, it is a smart coin that runs on the BitShares network. And uh, 
it has basically been stabilized by uh, smart coin, uh, smart contract technology to always have a predictable value. Whereas BitShares, Bitcoin, most digital currencies uh, vary with market supply and demand, and they can go up and down a lot like the stock market. But if you want to sleep at night and don't want to worry about it losing value while you sleep, you might want to buy something that's a stabilized smart coin. And that means that it will track the value of, it could be the dollar or the euro or the uh, one or bit or gold or silver or any, anything it could track. But the hero is our flagship because in addition to tracking the value of the dollar, it actually grows by 5% against the value of the dollar. And its definition is actually 5% APR growth against the dollar since 1913. December 23rd, 1913. Does that name ring a bell, that date? Yes, it does. And But it also begs the question, how... So this is grows 5% per annum It's with the details you gave against that. Can you explain that more? Because something doesn't make sense because everyone's going to say, well, this is a new thing. How could it, how could it have grown since 1913? Well, it, it, it wasn't available during all but this year, but the mathematical equation uh, defines it as it was equal to a dollar in 1913. But the dollar has lost value since then because the Federal Reserve keeps printing money. And nowadays it's less worth two cents compared to the 1913 dollar. Meanwhile, uh, growing against that every year by 5% is the equation that defines the hero. That means that right now it's worth about $160 uh, of modern day dollars. And that shows you the difference between honest money, which the hero is designed to be, or money that is played with by an organization that uh, feels free to print more and more of it every year. And uh, we deliberately defined it uh, starting in 1913 to dramatize what the current people who run our money system are doing to us versus what honest money would do. And so, yeah, it's, you know, we could have started it uh, to be equal $1 today and grow by 5% every year. But we thought it was more appropriate to go back to the beginning when the Federal Reserve was entrusted with our money supply. And uh, we see what the effect of that monetary policy has and allow people to compare that to what it would have been if they had been using honest money all along. Very interesting. Again, how much is it, is it worth now compared to then? One hundred seventy dollars, did you say, to the dollar? Roughly one hundred and sixty dollars. Uh, I don't remember the exact number. It, it's growing constantly every day. If you buy it today and sell it tomorrow, you'll get a one three hundred and sixty fifth or five three hundred and sixty fifths of a percent growth every day. Adds up to five percent growth at the end of each year. And so, uh, if all you did was buy a hero coin and hold it for a year it would work like a 5% checking account, except it would be capital gains instead of ordinary income, uh, which would be taxed at a, in a lot of countries, including the U.S., at a more favorable rate. Uh, so a uh, very interesting financial product. And the key thing, message here is that that's what you can do with digital currencies. You can make interesting financial products that behave in a predictable way and then you can trade them for other products that 
behave in other ways as situations change in three seconds for three cents with no middleman. Interesting. Stan, you may have already answered this question, but this is such a unique concept. I want to make sure that our audience, you know, really gets their their wits around this and can track with it. Can you tell us, even if it's in a nutshell or a summary, how does this coin, how does it grow in value? Okay. Uh, the best analogy that everyone's familiar with is a home equity loan. Okay. If you think about how that works, you give the bank a lien on your house. That means you can't sell the house without permission of the bank because uh, you know they have the right to seize it from you if you don't pay your loan back. Uh, but if you give them that lien, they'll lend you money so that you can go buy a car or take a vacation or start a business. Uh, all right. Well, what happens if instead of putting my house up as collateral for the loan, I put up shares of Apple stock? We all know Apple stock is one of the most valuable stocks in the world. If I were to give the bank my stock as collateral, you could probably find a bank that would loan against that, uh, you know, up to some uh, level that's you know, tied to the volatility of Apple stock. They'd want to make sure that if the price changed, you were still covered. Maybe they'd lend you up to 50% of the value of your Apple stock. Uh, that's what we basically do with BitShares, which functions like a, a shares in the unmanned company that runs this exchange that I've been talking about. And uh, I put up those BitShares as collateral, and the network itself will lend me something called a hero, which uh, is backed by twice as many BitShares as it takes to, as the hero is worth. Okay, so that means that if there's fluctuation in the price of bit shares, within plus or minus 100%, you, uh, you always have enough bit shares to pay off the loan, if you will. So you've got a collateralized thing called the hero, which I can now offer to somebody else. And why would they take it? Well, because the bit shares blockchain has a lien on my bit shares. And if somebody wants to cash out, uh, they can cash it out without me being involved. Um, and so now I have something that is a stable currency I pass around. And the only difference is uh, the equation that people have agreed to when they've entered into this smart contract is that uh, the amount that that hero is worth will grow by 5% APR. And that means every day it takes a little bit more value out of that escrow to pay it off. But the person who took out the loan is counting on the value of bit shares growing faster than uh, that 5% that backs the coin and uh, of the interest. In other words, uh, they're agreeing to share 5% of their expected gains uh, with the person who borrowed or who has that hero coin, and they get the rest of the profits or losses. So it's two type of people working together in a smart contract. One person wants stability and a reliable rate of return. The other person wants to borrow against something that he thinks is going to increase in value and therefore have leverage. Uh, it's nothing more than buying something on margin. But we have implemented all of that into something that's highly automated so the average person doesn't have to think about the uh, the technology behind it, they just know that I've got this coin that I can cash in for 5% more next year than I could cash in for now. Very good. And that 5% is on the low end or the, es the estimate at its current rate. It could be more, correct? 
Uh, no, the contract says you get 5%, but BitShares could grow, and we're thinking it might, by a factor of 1,000 over the next few years. So, uh, you know, if you, uh, if you believe in BitShares, you want to hold BitShares, but if you don't like volatility, because BitShares could drop by half, too. I mean, it, 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 uh, it's at the mercy of supply and demand and market trading, and it can be all over the place, but long-term, a person would expect it to uh, grow if they've done their homework and, uh, and believe what we believe about it. But a lot of people don't want to take that chance. They don't want to do the research. So they will take the other side of that bet and say, just give me a guaranteed 5% uh, growth rate, and you can have all the profits or losses. Well, there's about an equal number of those kind of people out there. And all BitShares does is allow those two to freely trade uh, those two benefits uh, with each other. And uh, that means that while that's going on in the background, a new currency that's backed by real assets has entered circulation called the hero. And the average person doesn't need to know how it's made. They just know that, by golly, it does hold its value and grow 5% annually. And that makes it a useful thing to trade. And it's better because better than backed by gold because you don't have to trust anybody. Those robots are the ones that are keeping the locked up pictures and deciding who gets how much of them when a hero is trashed, is cashed in. So it is more honest and more stable and more trustworthy because there's no middleman in that process. So you can know next year you're going to get what's coming to you and those robots are the referees. This is the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Just ahead, Stan shares more insights and his contact info. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Are you the right fit? We're looking for a few good sponsors that are the right fit for our world-class brand, The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso. Does your brand fit in with an audience that likes our interviews with Hollywood stars, sports greats, game changers? If so, let's see how we can promote your brand to the best audience to help you grow. Email me at Tony at TonyDurso.com and let's see how we can help. That's Tony at TonyDurso.com. The Dream Business community wants to help you with your career and business. Are you ready for accelerated success? Check it out. The Dream Business Community at TonyDurso.com slash community. Is it true that a majority of new businesses fail? Check this out. In order to have a successful growing business, there are some vital points that you must know. You must have worked them out thoroughly. They must be synchronized with each other and all employees, consultants, and companies that you depend on must know these items and be in agreement with them if your new business is to meet with a high percentage of success. Get it free. The Vision Map. Beat the odds for business success at TonyDurso.com slash vision. Learn how to establish your vision, purpose, long-term objective, and master plan 
including strategic and tactical planning. Get the vision map. Beat the odds for business success at TonyDURSO.com slash vision. V-I-S-I-O-N. You're listening to The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and a special VIP co-host. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyDURSO.com. Now, back to The Spotlight. All right, we're back with Tony D'Urso on The Spotlight. Today's show is with the godfather of BitShares and the hero, Stan Learmer. The mission of the Billion Hero campaign is to give the world honest money and a level economic playing field. The hero offers the safety of buried gold, the earnings of a 1960s passbook savings account, and the ability to pay anyone anywhere in seconds. All right. And now back to the chat. So in essence, you have something for everyone. You have the stable guaranteed 5% Bitcoin, the hero. You also have the high yield, high volatility with for the person that is more informed and educated about where it's going, and that's in the bit shares. Yes, and on top of that, we have actual legal licensed uh, securities that we're implementing for new startups where you can, if you... Uh, want to invest in new exciting startups, you can go do your own research and buy some of those according to the new U.S. crowdfunding laws and get a real bona fide security. And at stokens.com, Stoken stands for security tokens. Those are legal securities that followed all the rules and are available. And Stokens will make sure that you have access to uh, only legal securities and that they filter out anything that somebody's offering that is done either illegally or even an outright scam in some places. If you don't go to a place like uh, stokens.com, uh, then you're at the mercy of doing your own homework and making sure you understand what you're getting uh, because there's a lot of different things offered out there and uh, let the buyer beware. I got you. It makes good sense. Thank you for explaining that and putting that in perspective here. So far, so good. A few more Bitcoin type questions here. There's something called a fast Bitcoin. What's that, please? Oh, very good. Boy, you are informed. I'm impressed. Uh, that's the first <laughs> time anybody has actually well, asked about that. I love you, it. You know, even though I've had a bad experience, I do understand that it's also technological and that things were different and tougher and, and the technology had to be built and put in place to make it and make things easier. So I'm not against it. I love the idea and I've looked into it and I'm grateful for this interview to kind of help explain these and put them in perspective. Well, I appreciate it. And I love the fact that I actually get to talk about this subject. Um, back on August 1st, something really shocking happened in the Bitcoin industry. The developers uh, and the other uh, key players in that industry um, couldn't agree on what BitShares should be, or not BitShares, what Bitcoin should be, what software it should be. And they split and each introduced two different currencies. One kept the name Bitcoin uh, just because they had stronger industry support, I suppose. 
the other had to put another adjective on it and called it Bitcoin Cash. And uh, those two now are on the markets. They're number one and number three. But they're two different Bitcoins with two different sets of software, slight modifications, but still enough different that the robots in the two different networks would kick the other ones out because they wouldn't agree on, on how it works. It actually benefited the people who owned the original Bitcoin, which no longer exists, um, because everybody who owned a Bitcoin on August 1st got one of each of the two new coins. And that's called a fork, uh, which means basically the original uh, coin forked into two different uh, coins, which now trade independently. And the sum of the two of them are worth more than the original Bitcoin was. So apparently forking is a good idea. Uh, we looked at it and said, you guys got to be kidding. You forked into two different coins over that trivial amount of software difference. Uh, literally uh, taking the three-second Bitcoin and making, in one case, it run twice as fast, and in another case, four times as fast. And we're sitting here on the BitShares network running tens of thousands of transactions per second, and they could have upgraded to BitShares technology and made a coin that was actually worth forking. Uh, but, of course, most people don't understand that that was even a possibility we went ahead and, and took advantage of the situation and said, guys, please don't fork. But if you do, we're going to provide a third option, which is fast Bitcoin. And we will give everybody uh, who had a Bitcoin on that date a Bitcoin on the BitShares network. And uh, the difference will be that instead of taking 10 minutes to hours to days to transfer it, you can get three-second transaction times. And that's why we call it fast Bitcoin. Now, those people out there that, that own, own the other two Bitcoins do own fast Bitcoins, but some software has to be written to uh, make them available. Uh, and so uh, until that work is done, they're locked up uh, on the BitShares network waiting for someone to provide the software to unlock them. And we're looking to raise money to write that software. And that's what the Free the Fast Bitcoins campaign is about. It's a little bit tongue-in-cheek. But we're basically looking at them as, yeah, they're locked up on there. People own them but can't get to them. Uh, help us raise the money to free those Bitcoins by writing the software that will make them available to people. When that happens, there will be three Bitcoins out there. Um, and uh, people can decide which one they want. I, I expect initially fast Bitcoins will start out with a relatively low value compared to the others because most people don't know about them. Uh, but... As uh, we train people on the Billion Hero campaign to learn how to use the BitShare system, and they come along and find these fast Bitcoins and learn about them right there with the regular two Bitcoins, uh, a lot of these new people we're training are going to say, why do I want to go to the slow Bitcoins when I can do all this stuff on the BitShares networks with the fast Bitcoins? And at that point, uh, we expect the value of them to take off and eventually pass Bitcoin uh, in value. Uh, and if you want to speculate on that happening, then you might want to try to buy some now. If you don't think it'll happen, then uh, you can sit this one out and maybe in a few years be saying, boy, I wish I had bought fast Bitcoins back when they were cheap. Anyhow, that's part of the game of speculating is saying, do you really believe that this thing could be valuable or not? And the more people believe it, the more the value goes up 
And uh, sometimes it can be a self-fulfilling prophecy. So that's, that's what the fast Bitcoins are. You can learn all about them as part of our, uh, you know, the, the Billion Hero Campaign website. It doesn't teach you about that yet. You can go to fastbitcoinunited.com and learn about that. Uh, but uh, as we add more and more lessons to that website, you'll eventually, uh, when you get to lesson 34, uh, learn how to do everything with fast bitcoins. And, and that 34 might be 29. I don't know. But whenever we put it in there, you can learn all about that uh, on the website when we get around to it. I got you. Thanks for explaining that. Okay, very good. So that sounds like, you know, what's it called? The dark horse that might just win the race and overtake everything. So that's something to keep an eye on. And one last Bitcoin type, one last product or service here that's caught my attention is the free RO, free row. What's that all about, please? Oh, I mentioned that uh, we're going to give away Monopoly money. So a free row is something that uh, if you sign up, as soon as you uh, sign up to participate in the game, uh, create yourself a BitShares account, and we'll dump a few free rows in there. And then as you, you know, accomplish different things, uh, you're, you're rewarded with more free rows. Uh, those free rows are free right now, but they're good for one of the 12 prizes uh, out of the Billion Hero campaign. So you might as well get them because people who hold free rows will split that one uh, one prize at the end of the contest. So it's just our little way of rewarding people for participating and giving them something that, you know, might not have a lot of value right now, but I don't know what it'll have. People can speculate. They can trade them uh, like anything else. And uh, who knows? It could take off and become something in its own right. But right now you get them for free. Uh, so you have something to play with without risking your own money. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you. I like that. Okay. Play with some Monopoly money and see what happens and learn about it. And now, Stan, as per the title of the show, you are called the godfather of BitShares and the hero, right? And maybe in a little playful mood here, I want to know, is the mafia connected to this? Because I'm Sicilian and I want my cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a, a much simpler explanation. Uh, BitShares and, and uh, Steemit and EOS are products of my son, Dan Larmer, who is the real genius and innovator behind all of this. And so you could fairly call him the father of BitShares. I could call myself the grandfather of BitShares, but I thought Godfather would be better. <laughs> I got you. Awesome. Stan... Great interview. It's really brought me up to speed. I hope it's done the same for our Spotlight audience to just cut away some of the confusion and bring clarity to something very important that is going to impact our world and has already made great strides and changes now. Is there, are you approachable? Is there any contact information that you may like to share with our audience if someone wants to get a hold of you? Yeah, you can just uh, send it to stan at cryptonomics.com. And that's C-R-Y-P-T-O-N-O-M-E-X. Well, thank you very much. All right. Well, such an amazing interview with the godfather of BitShares and the hero. That's a Bitcoin. Can I call it a Bitcoin or I should, I should actually call it a cryptocurrency? So he's the godfather of BitShares and the hero, Stan Larimer. 
Thank you so much, Stan, for sharing all this and explaining and clearing everything up. This is great. It's been my pleasure, and thank you for asking me a lot of new questions that I don't usually get asked. Well, there you go. That's, that's what I like to do. Thank you once again. And to our Spotlight audience, I want to thank you all. It's our honor to have you listen. All right, everyone, please keep your focus on success, and we'll see you next on The Spotlight. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and his special VIP co-host. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the weekend.